But it was so magical what happened next. I mean, it was one of those things where you never would have guessed what would happen. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. I've got an exciting guest here today because... When I was young, I was really into cartooning and writing comics. And actually, I had a babysitter of mine who sort of got me into that because he'd written a graphic novel. And of course, now we're talking about marketing. And we have Vince Palco on the show today. How are you doing, Vince? Doing awesome, David. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. Conversation. I can already <laughs> tell. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting conversation given the technical difficulties that have tried to put me in some kind of chokehold here already this morning. <laughs> Maybe take us back, Vince, because I, I don't really know that much about you. I mean, uh, I've seen your, your website, of course, I've done a little research on you, but maybe take us back to before you got into marketing, what you were up to and sort of how you snuck your way into this, uh, this varied and vast enterprise. Sure, sure. So I'll take you all the way back to the beginning. Uh, when I was a young kid, I, I had two passions, two loves, the first being sports and second being art. My mother was an art teacher. She taught me everything I know. Uh, the beautiful thing about having a mom who's an art teacher is she brings back uh, pamphlets and, and history and, and, and things about different art to she was always sharing all kinds of different things like check out this sculpture artist, check out this person. He wraps giant buildings. And so I was just exposed in an early age to a lot of different forms of art and illustration. On top of that, she was a tremendous illustrator and she would always illustrate our, us kids because she took off for a while, raised us kids and went back to school. And in order to go back to school, she uh, she had to get certified, so okay. recertified. So she had to draw a bunch of things, and I just remember watching her illustrate my brother, my my older sister, as they're laying out, you know, hanging out in the backyard, and it just impressed upon me uh, <laughs> what, what what could be, you know, and yeah. uh, and so I think as a foundational element, she was huge in that. Uh, I also think my father played a big role because he and she. They sold Shackley, and my father was in refrigeration sales. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the whole <laughs> selling and, and, and watching him he, in college, he would take me on these client meetings where over lunch, and I just got to see him interact with people. And so the two really impressed upon me what I'm doing now, and it's, it's really, really amazing that um, they've both had big influences on me and my life and in my career. So I don't know if that answers, gives you a little backstory or not, but. Yeah, that's very interesting that you had such a strong influence on both sort of disparate levels like that. Uh, I think that's very exciting. And so when did you begin to draw or to uh, delve it yourself into art? Yeah, great question. So, you know, when we were little, I would always complain to my mom, I'm bored, you know, I don't have anything to do. <laughs> Uh, she would say, see that giant stack of computer paper? You know, she would have a big uh, stack of computer paper next to our printer that was, it had those holes along the side mm. that fit, feed into the printer. 
<clears throat> and she said, see those, you know, crayons over there, markers? You know, you can create whatever you want. You can create your own little world if you want. And uh, so I began drawing at an early age, you know, I don't know, six, seven, maybe even earlier than that. Hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I think that's where it all started. But I worked with a company that designed like Fortune 500 uh, learning tools for, you know, corporate education. Okay. And there, the talent just escalated because I was in a room with eight other talented artists. And, you know, all boats rise. Yeah. <laughs> You're drawing 24-7. And I think that's where kind of my uh, my level skill level kind of ratcheted up. Uh, that was back in 99. Uh, okay. and you learn a ton from just other talented individuals. So, yeah, that's very interesting to sort of have a collaborative effort and everyone like an immersion situation is often something that produces really good results. So yeah. you went from there to, uh, when did you discover sort of direct marketing and you know, who, who was your first sort of outlet into that world? Yeah. So, uh, so back in 2004, uh, 2005, kind of, it happened concurrently, but I remember, you know, getting some of Dan Kennedy's information. I can't remember where hmm. or when, um, but I was <clears throat> introduced to that world and immediately became, you know, became transfixed with direct response. And right around that same time, my mentor, Matt Fury, uh, I had been tracking him, following him with his fitness stuff. I'm big into fitness as well. Mm. And he offered a coaching program, kind of an overarching program on fitness and marketing. You know, I learned from him as well uh, along the way. The most amazing part was when I left the corporate rat race, the first day I left on my way back home, I go, you know, I had his magnetic, Dan Kennedy's magnetic marketing Right. And it told a story of this guy who down on his luck, he's trying to make all these sales and you just can't make a sale. And, you know, he, he goes back home and he, he tries to go back out because he doesn't have a sale yet. And uh, so I thought, you know, wow, it's free. I'm finally free. And I had the opportunity to drive into like a strip mall, walked up to a fitness, uh, a guy that had, you know, a little fitness outlet there. Took him some of my books, tried to explain and sell <laughs> what I was doing. He looked at me half nuts because back then, <laughs> no one else was doing cartoon marketing. Right. Uh, I just remember going back to my car, a little dejected, going, oh, wow, well, you know, this is going to be tougher than I thought. But I pulled back into my driveway, go up to the front stoop. There on my doorstep is a FedEx envelope from somewhere out in Arizona. And I rip it open, and it's this letter from Dan Kennedy inviting me to illustrate his next book, uh, No BS Management of People and Profits, and uh, which later went on to lead to several thousands of dollars and a lot of great promotion and relationship where we worked together since then. And I just remember standing on my front doorstep, rocky pose to the sky, like, yes, <laughs> this is the sign that I made the right decision. And, uh, and so that, that's kind of how I got into the whole marketing stuff and kind of that background. That's interesting. You know, that you're following uh, Matt Fury. Do you remember how you heard about him? Uh, you know, a friend of mine that I consider a mentor, uh, he came back from a Fury event and he was, I'll never forget the company I was working with. He came in and 
he's showing us all these Hindu squats and Hindu push-ups. I remember going, <laughs> wow, what's this all about? So I, I think I got on his email list from there. And then, you know, he offered coaching programs from there. Right. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So but Matt and I, Matt and I talk quite a bit now, which is really fun and cool. And, and so we stay connected that way. And he's a great friend and mentor still. Yeah. That's funny. You know, the first sort of internet marketing thing I had come across was his original email course, which I think was called like emperor of email or something to that effect. Yeah. And uh, that's where I first learned to write emails. So, uh, and being on his list, obviously. Sure. Uh, so that's an interesting, uh, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> we're dating ourselves perhaps a little, but that's yeah. interesting uh, that you started that way as well. And then, of course, like people like to say, all roads lead to Dan Kennedy one way or another, it seems. So you've been working with him ever since. So those are your cartoons on those no BS books. Yes. And then, you know, we just finished up another round of cartoon, comic cartoons for uh, the upcoming event in November. Right. Uh, so, yeah, we've... Uh, We've stayed connected. Well, that's cool. So once you sort of, uh, you had the Dan Kennedy opportunity sort of fall into your, your lap via FedEx to your, to your front porch, <laughs> what other things were you doing? Uh, did you start doing local, did you do any local stuff from there? You know, kind of like you said, you walked up to that fitness guy and thought, oh, this is going to be harder. Or did you just use the, the Dan outlet to sort of further your business? Yeah, great question. So essentially when I joined Matt, Matt's group, his coaching group, I this is really where I think Dan and everyone found out about me, but hmm. Matt had done, he wanted to reintroduce like a Charles Atlas theme, but more modern with his brand and his style. Right. So that became the first ad tune strip that he used in ads and he used in his books and, and things like that. And so from there it was, you know, he just introduced me to everyone in his coaching and hmm. that became a main source of uh, the business and then, uh, you know, then it spread from there. Uh, but, but it was really through fury. And then I've spoken at a few of Kennedy's events and that, you know, that was another form of, uh, income coming in along with, you know, just building my list slowly, but surely. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so that's kind of how it, it all took off, but just like any good story, <laughs> dip somewhere. Oh, oh, I'll, dip. Set up, <laughs> I'll set that up for you. <laughs> Here comes the drama, people. Buckle their seatbelts. Tee that one up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so business was awesome, chugging along, chugging along, and then business 08, 09, and 10 hit, and it got real challenging. Mm. At least that was the excuse I used. <laughs> um, no, this was a recession thing, kind of kind of idea. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think it was, and and for whatever reason, I you know the business hadn't really changed, so it was time for a change. And you know, right around that time, I had worked with another guy called his name is Mike Geary. I don't know if anyone has heard of him. He's got a pretty successful website called Truth About Abs, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we had done some cartoon headers for him where he saw a bump in sales based on taking down a sexy pair of a woman's abs and a male abs. And we put up this silly cartoon of him holding a pill bottle, dumping out pill bottles and, mm. and saying, you know, here's an alternative to that. And he saw like 11.5% bump just from replacing his header. Wow. So I had had his attention and uh, I went back to him, I don't know, like a year later, this was early 2011 and said, Mike, we can visualize your whole uh, sales presentation. Cause at that time, David, I don't know if you know, if you've ever experienced a cycle in your business, but it got 
got horrible. And, mm. uh, you know, I had creditors calling the house. I was in arrears with back child support. Uh, the tax man was after me. And, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the pitchforks were at the door, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And, and having an irate ex-wife is not a pleasant thing to, to experience for anyone. Um, Definitely. Yeah, especially when you go into business and, and you want to take care of your kids, you want to take care of your family. That's the driving source behind it. But it was a pretty challenging time and, and uh, had the, the big old monkey on my back. And that's when I went to Mike and I just said, hey, we can visualize your whole 15 minute sales presentation. And he said, what are you talking about? Like uh, cartoons and a PowerPoint? And I said, no, we can actually animate it. And you know, everyone wants to know where the influence came from. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, a little bit of the UPS guy. I don't know if you remember those. Yes, parts. yes. Uh, those ads, I mean. Yeah. Then, and then if I am true to myself and everyone else, you got to give them give props to uh, the company that was overseas. They were doing like TED Talks and things of that nature. Mm. No one was in marketing and advertising doing what we were doing. Right. So, you know, I brought it into that with Mike Geary. And uh, essentially, since no one else had done it, we had no basis for its value. He, uh, he said, I don't want to pay the amount you're, you want to charge me. And I told him, I don't want to do it for what you're asking. Mm-hmm. So we agreed on some upfront development costs. And he said, if you beat my control by 10%, I'll give you a large chunk of change. If you beat it by uh, 20, I'll double it. And Ooh. I said, game on. <laughs> Well, at that point, too, you really had nothing to lose, right? And nothing to lose, you know, and, 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 and really, exactly. I, you know, not a ton of business coming in. And, um, you know, so I said, let's do it. So it was just me, my crappy camera behind me <laughs> with my crappy little uh, easel that my parents got my kids for Christmas one year and just doing what I could do where I was. And uh, so I filmed this, created this, filmed it. Uh, brought it into iMovie, and <laughs> a few days or a week, uh, we had something up and ready. But it was so magical what happened next. I mean, it was one of those things where you never would have guessed what right. was going to happen. And I always like to play this game, David, with folks. We didn't beat it by 10%. We didn't beat it by 20 What do you think we beat it by? Ay, ay, ay. Well, obviously, it's more than those, so I'm going to say uh, 29%. Bang. And, and Mike would have been happy as a clam with 29% because he's driving major amounts of eyeballs on these pages. Right. And so just so everyone knows, the, the, the control is a PowerPoint presentation with narration. So you've seen the bouncing ball over the text kind of thing. Right. We stripped out the audio, put it into an ad tune. We didn't beat it by 10, didn't beat it by 20, didn't beat it by 40. We beat it by 80 five percent in that first split whoa crushed then mike being mike me being me we split tested we tweaked it and honed it in some more he saw another 268 (laughs) percent three times his holy cow successful campaign so you know he was making I think uh, your your audience audience probably won't believe it. We'll just mm-hmm. say it's making over a million a month. Wow, forty nine dollar PDF with upsells, crazy. And the rest, as they say, from there is history. We worked <laughs> with a bunch of different industries and a bunch of different uh, countries and places all over the world. So, so that's very interesting. I mean, that is those are massive, massive results. I mean, two hundred sixty eight percent bump. 
uh, on such a low priced product too. That just was cra- is crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he must've been super happy. Obviously you got paid. Yes. Uh, nice chunk of change after all that. Uh, if, I was, if I was to redo that, I would get royalties <laughs> until you got <laughs> Lesson well, learned here. That's, a, that's amazing. That is a very, like you said, a very magical uh, outcome. That's sort of, yeah. uh, you know, you see very rarely. Uh, so that's interesting. What do you think, you know, looking back now, of course, we're in a different time now where uh, the advent of video and video sales letters and webinars and so forth is sort of like, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's commonplace, but it's certainly more popular. Sure. Uh, and back then, of course, nobody was really, like you said, nobody's really doing that. Yep. What are sort of the things that you think, you know, animating it and, uh, you know, what, what does that bring? Why, why did it create such a, such a, you know, furor, if you want to call it then? So I have my beliefs around this and, mm-hmm. and essentially, you know, along with the Kennedy Fury and Russell Brunson and all these guys that I've taken coaching from, mm-hmm. I've also studied copywriting and I've become a student of that along with every other direct response marketing principle. Right. And what I've learned in those early classes is, you know, the headline creates curiosity. Mm-hmm. Headline drives people to read the first sentence. You get them to read the first sentence, get them to read all the bullets. You can get them to read all the bullets, get them to read one or two of the sections before they make that decision and hit, hit that order button. Curiosity is huge. And so <clears throat> with our ad tunes, the hand telling the story, the hand taking it from a, a blank white screen, filling it in, mm. people are curious to see how the scene is going to build out. What is going to, you know, it's just like watching someone build a sandcastle in fast motion. You want to see how it turns out. Right. That becomes the vehicle for sharing any message with them that mm-hmm. they want to share. So they kind of drop their, their guard of don't sell to me. Uh, and you can fill in whatever message you want to do with that. And the real interesting thing there, David, is we've tried when, when color <laughs> came on the scene, it was, you know, the big buzz around color animation and Saturday, I call them Saturday morning cartoon animation. Right. And, uh, we did a similar thing where we did an A-B split test, kind of like we did with Geary, mm-hmm. with some of our own uh, work and our own promotional videos. And mm-hmm. we put it to, you know, stripped out the audio, put it into a color ad tune. And which do you think converted better in three to four split tests that we ran? Well, it, so- it sounds like the, uh, just given the way you've set it up, it sounds like the black and white one won. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, we get higher relevance scores. We get more people sharing, more people liking. We get more leads coming through hmm. uh, than the color animation. And I've got a belief on why that is as well. Yeah, let, let's hear that. I'd love to hear that because I, that's, uh, that's very interesting. So if we go back to the guard that people have up, mm-hmm. uh, don't sell to me, don't sell to me, I don't want to. I think the, the polished videos that are slick and, and they have the full color and you got all this mm-hmm. fun little stuff going on feel like an ad where the hand telling the story, the hand coming across the screen, it could be, and we've had people say, uh, clients of our clients have said to them, Hey, we thought you were just at a, you know, a whiteboard drawing this out. We didn't. (laughs) Right. They didn't know it wasn't a person. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a little more intimate, a little more, um, I wouldn't say they're less professional because the stuff that we do is all custom and it's all detailed to the story that we're telling. Um, But they're not as high gloss, if you will, as Mm -hmm. color animation, which is a good thing because if we get, 
higher relevant scores on Facebook, more people sharing them, obviously mm -hmm. the good news is we get higher, uh, lower ad spend costs that we have to put out there too. Right. And so now what we'll do from time to time is, you know, you know, if, if someone can't afford the entire 20, 30 minutes BSL mm -hmm. uh, being done in AdTunes, we'll break it up so that, you know, part of it is uh, PowerPoint and the other part is animation. Gotcha. And that becomes, you know, a pattern interrupt to the pattern interrupt. If the cartoon is a pattern interrupt, what they typically see. Right. And you'd be surprised. I mean, there's so many industries that have never heard of this before. We go to trade shows and they're like, wow, I've never even seen this before. Yeah, people in direct response have seen it. <laughs> right. Years, but, you know, it's still pretty new and novel to a lot of the niches that are out there. That's great. Now, if people want to get a hold of you personally, maybe they're interested. Maybe they have a company out here that's listening to this. And they think, wow, that, you know, uh, that Mike Geary, 268 bump. If I could just get a fraction of that, I'd be on my road to riches. Uh, how can they get a hold of you? Where should they go? Yeah, so if you go over to adtunes.com, A-D-T-O-O-N-S.com, uh, and essentially click on the consultation tab in the upper right, that's probably the best way. Uh, it helps me see who you are and see if we're a good fit or not. There's a few questions to answer there. You know, like I said before, we don't take everyone, and, mm -hmm. and we, we're looking for a good fit on our end just as well as I'm sure your audience is looking for a good fit on yours. And, uh, you know, that's the, the probably the best way. You can also call our number, 419-841-3030, and, uh, you know, get in contact with us that way. And then we can line up time to chat and talk about your business, brainstorm, you know, potential stories, and, uh, you know, then get the writer on the phone and, and take it to the next level. It's really a fun, fun process. Everyone that goes through it loves it. They, you know, it's, it's fun to kind of get yourself out of that mode of, okay, here are our qualifications, here's all our success through the years, and really get at the meat of what is it that our prospects want? What are their pain points? What are their, um, uh, you know, what's gonna keep them up at night? And if we can put that into a story that grabs their attention, pulls them out of their daily routine and gives us their undivided attention for two to three minutes, people give you all the time in the world if you can grab their attention that first, you know, 30 to, one to two minutes and, and take it from there so awesome that's great that's that is true and and such awesome i really want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show today it's been a real pleasure hearing about your success and hearing about the stories that have led to that success yeah yeah thanks so much for having me david this was really really fun appreciate it awesome and for everybody else listening uh, we'll be back uh, hopefully with a technical glitch-free edition <laughs> next week because uh, that would be great from on my end and we'll talk to everybody then. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.